Blog Talk Radio. Detroit, Michigan area. Oh, man, I love these broadcasts. I love being able to come and minister to you directly. Um, it just It's an amazing time. I, this is a time. This is the next hour where I just want the Holy Spirit to move. Um, prophecy flow. The gifts of the Spirit flow. Uh, I want to bring a word to you uh, that is a now word from the Holy Spirit. I believe it's just it's going to uh, prick your heart. And my goal is to bring you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ and to see you grow spiritually. I have such a, a hunger and a desire to help and see Christians grow to their full potential of everything that God wants them to be. So I'm so glad, whether you're listening live right now or to the archive version, uh, I, I just want this hour to minister to you. And as always, I open up uh, the opportunity for you to give me a call if you have something that you want to share, uh, you have a prayer request, you want to be prayed for, you want to be ministered to uh, over the broadcast. If that's you, I want you to pick up your phone and give me a call at area code 760-825-0957. Again, that number is 760-825-0957. I always uh, keep that open. Uh, the phone line open in case someone wants to call and be ministered to. I'm telling you, there is a mighty anointing that flows through this broadcast. Why? Because I allow the Holy Spirit to move. We need, if you want to touch people in this life for the Lord Jesus Christ, you need to be open to allowing the Holy Spirit to use you. You need to position yourself to be used. Amen? All right, well, before I get started, I want to share a couple, uh, a few events that are coming up in the near future. Man, I'm telling you what, the month of June is going to be rocking for this ministry. Uh, the first event in June, June 7th, Saturday, June 7th, I'm going to be down in Tampa, Florida. I'm going to be doing a revival experience at the Tahitian Inn. Get ready, Tampa. Get ready, Florida. Any and all of my partners, bring your family, friends. 
And as always, I want you to bring the sick, the lame, the blind, whatever, whatever it is, whatever infirmity, bring them. Bring them to that place because this is going to be a time where the healing anointing is going to be released. We believe God for healing, miracles, signs, wonders. We take all stops away from God, and it is, I'm telling you, you talk to anyone who's been to any of my meetings, this is an atmosphere of faith in that location. So uh, partners, come, bring your family, friends. Tampa, Florida, like I said, June 7th, Saturday night, June 7th, at the Tahitian Inn at 7 p.m. The next week, I'm going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Saturday, June 14th, 7 p.m. Get ready, Albuquerque. Courtyard Marriott, right next to the Albuquerque Airport. It's going to be amazing out in the desert. We're going to ignite revival out in the desert in New Mexico. And then the next week, coming back to the hometown for a hometown Detroit, Michigan Motor City Revival Experience. Saturday, June 21st at the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills, Michigan. It's going to be amazing. Also, uh, there's some other cities in the works here. Um, I'm hoping to get back to the Joplin, Missouri area in July. I'm just waiting on a few things uh, to hear about that meeting, and we'll get that booked. Uh, and then there's some other cities, some other locations that we're trying to get into. So be patient, stay tuned. Go to James Brandt, B-R-A-N-D-T, jamesbrandt.org. Go to revivalpodcast.org. My schedule is on both of those websites. Also, uh, if you know nothing about me, go to my websites because I have almost four and a half years worth of sermons, uh, archive broadcast. I mean, there is just a wealth of information on those websites. It's all free. Uh, look, I'm telling you what, money is not on my high list, okay? Let me just tell you that right now. I want to be a blessing to you, the Christian. I want to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. And uh, so go to the websites, check them out. I guarantee you, I guarantee you listening to my messages will break through dead religion. All right? You will, there will be a fire that starts burning on the inside of you like never before. The Holy Ghost is all over those messages. So just go there, check it out. Touch base with me. Throw me an email. Let me know, um, you know if, if, if those websites and messages are a blessing to you. Uh, you can email me at Pastor James Brandt. Again, that's B-R-A-N-D-T at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Any prayer requests, uh, anything of that nature. Also, I do offer uh, phone ministry. Now, I started doing this probably about oh, maybe about a month and a half ago, uh, two months ago max. Uh, and when I threw that out there on Facebook, I just felt led by the Holy Spirit to throw that out there. He's the one who gave the idea to me. And just a flood of requests came in. And I got to tell you, I absolutely love phone ministry. The Holy Spirit has been moving in a mighty way. I have a list a mile long, but I'm, I'm working on it slowly but surely. I'm getting down there. But here, the gifts of the Spirit begin to flow. Words of prophecy come forth as the Holy Spirit gives, gives the words. It's just a powerful time in the Lord. So if that is you and you would like me to pray for you over the phone, you would like ministry over the phone, Email me at pastorjamesbrandt at gmail.com or uh, look me up on Facebook. Go to facebook.com forward slash revival preacher. That's my ministry uh, page on Facebook. Um, and go to Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at twitter.com forward slash revival preacher. That's what it's about. I'm telling you, I, I just got revival in my spirit. I've been prophesied over. Um, 
by several individuals that everywhere I go, I light fires of revival. And guess what? Those words have, have – they're true. They're true. And it's all the Holy Spirit. I just want to, to ignite fires of revival everywhere I go and lead people to Christ. Uh, Christians, I want to help you to grow spiritually. So go to the website. Check them out. Stay in touch with me through this broadcast. And uh, I just want to be a blessing to you. Oh, hallelujah. So now here's the, the deal. I want to just be led again. Last week I, did, I didn't even have any notes when I spoke and did this broadcast. I just want to be led by the Holy Spirit because, listen, the Holy Spirit knows every person that is tuning in to this broadcast either live or who will be tuning in through the archive version. See, that's the beautiful thing about the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is not just on a live broadcast. It's on the archive broadcast. Just like you can listen to a sermon from four or five years ago, 20 years ago, 100, whatever. The anointing is alive and well. The anointing doesn't fade on a message. So, Holy Spirit, right now, I just pray for every person listening to this broadcast, live or archived version. And, Holy Spirit, I just pray that you touch that individual now. I pray that the anointing right now would fill that room. The, your manifest presence and glory would saturate that location where they're listening to this broadcast right now. And Lord, I come against every spiritual hindrance, every dam that would hinder you from moving freely in the life of that individual listening right now. Lord, I pray that you administer to that one right now. I pray that your healing anointing would be released from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet, body, soul, and spirit. I speak wholeness to that individual listening right now. And I bind every demonic spirit that's been coming against that individual, devil, you loose them and let them go in the name of Jesus, and I loose the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, Father God, upon that individual. In Jesus' mighty name. I want to talk a little bit. I want to begin talking about the presence of God. I want to talk about the presence of God. I believe, I'm telling you right now, I believe the presence of God is the missing link. And not just the presence, but the manifest presence of God, the glory of God, his manifested presence. Of course, God is present everywhere. He's omnipresent. We know that. That is a biblical truth. That is a fact. But let me tell you something right now. He doesn't manifest his presence everywhere. And I believe one of the major problems in the body of Christ today is pressing in long enough for him to manifest his presence in our midst. Many local churches... They'll maybe sing two, three songs of, of praise and worship, and they're done. They haven't even begun to enter into the presence of God. They haven't created an atmosphere. Are you hearing me? An atmosphere where God would want to manifest his presence. Why? Because many are just, they, they just want to punch the spiritual time card in a church service. Just, just for their own conscience sake, they want to walk, listen to me, they want to walk into a building called a church, called a local church. They want to put their hour in, and that's it. But I'm telling you right now, if you really want more of God, if you really want to get serious with God, you need to press in like never before and sad to say many local churches in the body of christ they don't press in long enough to create that atmosphere where the manifest presence and glory of god fills that place now listen to me i've tried ministering uh 
<laughs> I've tried ministering when the presence of God, the manifest presence of God, was not filling a place, okay? And I failed miserably. Nobody was changed. People falling asleep. People's minds are elsewhere. Nobody is being ministered to. Now, on the other side of the coin, we've pressed in, and our hearts were totally connected to the Holy Ghost and what He wanted. And we pressed in with, with a, a supernatural hunger, a desire for more of God, and the atmosphere was charged with the manifest presence and glory of God. And people's lives are changed. P listen to me. I'm telling you right now, as a minister, when I've ministered and I've, we, we've pressed in, we got serious with God. The people got serious with God. People have ran to the altar to get saved. People ran to the altar to get a touch from the Holy Ghost, to get, receive the Holy Spirit baptism, to receive healing, to receive deliverance. Are you hearing me, somebody? People were attentive to the word of the Lord that was coming forth. I'm telling you right now, the one missing ingredient in the body of Christ, is pressing in long enough to create an atmosphere that contains that, that, that fills the place with the manifest presence of God. Now, how do we do that? I'm telling you right now, the Lord knows your heart. The Lord knows the heart of every individual. See, many times when we walk into a church, we can fool people. <laughs> we can fool people. We can put a smile on our face. We can walk through the door. We can shake hands with every elder. Come on. Every deacon. Every person in that place. How you doing, brother? Great. How you doing, sister? I'm doing wonderful. While at the same time, sin is filling our heart. While at the same time, bondage is overwhelming on the inside of us. But let me tell you something right now. The Holy Spirit, God knows our heart. He knows when there is a true connection. He knows when there's a true hunger and a desire to press in for more of him, to know him more. Do you want to know your creator more and more. Listen to me. The upper room where the 120 were gathered on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit was poured out, they were all in one accord. That has nothing to do with the flesh, people, but it has everything to do with the heart. Are you connected? Are you locked in to the heart of God? And I'm not talking to the unbeliever here. I'm talking to the Christian. The one that calls himself a disciple, a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. A child of the living God. The one true and living God. I'm talking to you. Is your heart connected to your heavenly Father? Oh, we can, fool, we can fool people, but we cannot fool God. So the 120 in the upper room, they were all in one accord. Their hearts were knit together in unity. Unity brings a blessing. And unity has nothing to do with clapping your hands together. It has nothing to do with singing together. What it has to do is with our hearts being knit together with one purpose, to put God first, to throw away the idols in our heart, and to seek him with everything that we have, with our whole heart. Because, see, if God has our heart, he has every part of us. God wants an undivided heart from us. Let me ask you something. Is your heart divided today? Sure, you're a Christian. Sure, sure. okay, you love the Lord. You, you know he's, he's important in your life. You know he's got to be important in your life. But at the same time, let me ask you this. Is your heart 
undivided and reserved for him? Or is it divided? What else is catching your attention? Let me ask you this. What are you looking at in life? What are you focusing on in life? Oh, my, my, my. What things in your life have you exalted above your relationship with your Heavenly Father? Whatever you have put to replace your Heavenly Father, the Word of God calls those things idols. Are you hearing me? So now, if you want the presence of God, the manifest presence of God all over your life, saturating your life. God needs this to work with for that to happen. An undivided heart on the inside of you. Your focus needs to be on him. Your thought life, what does that mean? Now, when I talk about focus, I'm talking about the thought life. Now listen to me, the thought life is so important. The thought life is amazingly important to the success of your Christian walk on this earth. In fact, there is not one thing that you and I have done on this earth that bypassed your thought life. Everything you have ever done, every action you have ever done, Every word that has come out of your mouth has first went through the filter of your thought life. And that's why the Word of God in Romans 12.1 says that we need to renew our mind with the Word of God so we can know the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Because God knows this. If there is a perverted, if there is a messed up, a twisted thought life, it's going to affect the very actions in every area of your life. Friend, I'm telling you right now, if you want to walk in the supernatural, if you want to walk in the power of God like never before, you need to start focusing and, and, and working on your thought life renewing your mind with the Word of God. Because let me tell you something, when we came in to the Christian walk, when we came in to the Christian life, we made Jesus Lord of our life. I'll just be honest with you right now. People, Christians are a mess. Oh, I know it's exciting getting born again and all that good stuff, and you're excited, and praise God, we are saved from an eternity in hell. But let me tell you something. There's some work to be done on the inside of you. There's some work to be done in your heart. There's some work to be done in your thought life. You will only be elevated spiritually in proportion to the renewing of your mind. Are you hearing me? Let me say that again. You will only go high enough spiritually to the proportion that you are renewing your mind with the word of God. And, and again, this is why Satan and evil spirits, why they attack your thought life in such a mighty way. Your focus. What you are focusing on means everything. Let me tell you something. I was in a toy store uh, just this weekend in a mall with my, with my three kids. And we were going through this toy store, and there were board games. And, and all of a sudden, I seen right in front of me, there was a Ouija board. A Ouija board game. Come on. Now, we all know what the Ouija board is. It's, it's demonic. It's evil. And I, I, I picked it up, and I looked at it. I just want to see what it said on the back about the Ouija board. Listen to this. The instructions on how to do a Ouija board is, listen to this. You hold on to that little glass thing, and it says you ask a question. And then it says, listen to this. Listen how the enemy has twisted this whole thought life thing and how he uses it for his kingdom. He says to focus on the question that was asked to the board, basically. 
Did you ca- did you catch that? Let, let me tell you something. There are spiritual laws that can be used for good and that can be used for evil. Now, unfortunately, those who are in the kingdom of darkness have taken hold of these spiritual laws more than Christians. People, the, those, the spiritual laws belong to the church. We need to operate in them. But too many Christians are too caught up in the flesh. Are you hearing me? Did, did you just hear what I said of what the enemy, on that board game, to focus he taught your thought life, and you focus on the question that you asked, basically the demons. And in doing that, it would attract, basically, demonic spirits in the spirit realm, and that thing begins to move. Are you following me here? The thought life. Now, now if people can use their thought life to tap into evil, you need, as Christians, you need to tap in to the, your thought life to tap into the kingdom of God. I'm telling you, the enemy is so sly. I, 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 after you listen to this message today, I want you to really focus on transforming your thought life, renewing your mind with the word of God. The renewing of your mind is the shifting point. Your thought life, let's put it this way, your thought life, my thought life, is the shifting point or the pivot point that determines if you are going to walk in the spirit or if you're going to walk in the flesh. Oh, I, I can't even begin to stress. How important the thought life is. And like I said, unfortunately, the enemy has perverted the, the spiritual laws. And people, knowingly and unknowingly, are tapping into the kingdom of darkness in the spirit realm with these spiritual laws. But here's what I want to do. I want to flip this over, and, and I want to bring it back to how God intended the thought life to be used for the Christian, for his children. Are you hearing me, somebody? So many Christians are afraid of the supernatural. No, no, this is our right, people. This is the believer's right through the Lord Jesus Christ. This is our right. God wants his children to flow and operate in the supernatural and release the power of the Holy Spirit to attract his manifest presence. And I'm telling you, one key to doing that, and one of the major keys, you will not walk in the supernatural power of God until your mind is renewed with the word of God. Now, when, here, when your mind is renewed with the Word of God, that pivot point shifts, and you begin to walk in the Spirit now, and, and you're, you're basically shutting the things out of the flesh. You're giving access or permission for your spirit man to rise up and for you to flow. Every, your spirit man desires the things of God. Your spirit, man, desires to fulfill the calling from God on your life. Your spirit, man, desires to praise and worship the Lord Jesus Christ and your heavenly Father. Your spirit, man, desires to be in fellowship with, communion with, and be led by the Holy Spirit. Your flesh doesn't want anything of that. Your flesh thinks the things of the Spirit are foolishness. Your flesh doesn't want any part of that. But again, the shifting point, the pivot point, which, which determines whether you're going to walk in the flesh or in the Spirit, is in your thought life. Friends, a shift toward the Spirit needs to happen. 
Your spirit man desires the manifest presence of God, the glory of God to be manifested in your life. Oh, hallelujah. Father God, right now I pray for that one listening right now. Lord, I pray that such a hunger and a desire for the things of the Holy Spirit would be planted, ignited, and fanned in their spirit, man, right now like never before. The thought life is so important. When you start renewing your mind with the Word of God, you'll start to speak in line with the Word of God. So your focus needs to be on God and on His Word. And listen to me. When you start to walk in the Spirit, when your thought life is focused on the Word, when your thought life is focused on seeking God and being renewed by the Word of God, your faith is increased, and you're actually loosing the angelic in the spirit realm to work on your behalf in a greater way. Friend, I'm telling you, this is so deep. This is such a deep subject that it's inexhaustible. We could talk about it for days, for years, thousands of years, and never exhaust it. Friend, I'll tell you what, I will be back in a moment. Michigan area, and I am talking about several different things right now, but if you're listening, you got ears to hear. You can see how the Holy Spirit is tying all of these topics together right now, talking about the presence of God, how important the presence of God, the manifest presence and glory of God is, and how it changes people. And I'm talking about how important the thought life is as far as creating an atmosphere of faith, creating an atmosphere filled with his presence that will loose the supernatural power of God and change people's lives forever. So many Christians, like I said, so many Christians... They're at like the ground level. They're afraid of the supernatural. Let me tell you why. Many are afraid of walking in the supernatural because they are afraid that it's going to be of the enemy. Like they're going to be tapping into something from the enemy, from Satan, from the devil, from demons, whatever. But let me tell you something. That's exactly the place where Satan wants the Christian to be. He wants to keep them on the ground level. No, the fact is this. You are a spirit being. You possess a soul, mind, will, and emotions. And you live in an earth suit or a physical body. 
The real you is a spirit being. It is our right. Listen to me. Now, there, there's many people, unbelievers, that are tapping in. They're tapping in illegally into the realm of the spirit, into the kingdom of darkness, into Satan's kingdom, okay, with witchcraft, the occult, and all these things. But listen to me. God wants the Christian to tap in to the kingdom of God and release his power, to release his anointing. But listen to me, the enemy, if, if, if a Christian is not, uh, or a person's not going to tap into the kingdom of darkness, well, then get this, Satan would rather than you as a Christian just stay in the flesh, stay in the ground level, don't pursue anything super, in the supernatural. Because here's the deal, if he can keep you and I away from pursuing our God-given right in the supernatural, <laughs> he will kick your and my butt all day long. And listen to me, and we will not make an impact for the kingdom of God on this earth at all. That's what it comes down to. Listen, Paul's thorn in the flesh. That, that thorn in the flesh was not from God. It's very clear. It was a messenger sent from Satan. Okay, what that was is this, from the abundance of revelation, revelations that, that the Apostle Paul have, has received, the enemy hates when a Christian gets more and more and more revelation and begins to elevate spiritually. Okay, so what did he do? He sent a demonic spirit to stir up persecution everywhere the apostle Paul went. And here's why. To bring, try to bring discouragement. To try to knock him down a level. To, to try to stop him from pursuing more of God. More revelation. More understanding of the realm of the spirit. More understanding of the anointing. More understanding of visions. More understanding of the things concerning the kingdom of God. Now, why did God say, when, when Paul sought him three times, God, God deliver me from this. God said, my grace is sufficient. Let me tell you why. Listen to this. This is why, and the enemy does not want you to know this, but I'm going to reveal this to you right now. Why did God not deliver Paul from that? Here's the answer right here. Let's untangle this whole myth right now about the thorn in the flesh. God did not deliver the Apostle Paul from persecution because there is no promise in the Word of God that we would be delivered from persecution for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Word is very clear that we will be persecuted for our faith. Are you hearing me, somebody? So the thorn in the flesh was not a sickness or disease. If it was, then all the other scriptures about healing in the word are null and void. Are you hearing me, somebody? That, if it was a sickness or disease, it can't be. Because that would be totally out of line with the other passages in the word of God about healing. Oh, my. So listen, here's the deal. Revelation. The enemy does not want you to get revelation. When Daniel prayed and prayed and fasted for 21 days, the first day he prayed, the angel was released to bring a revelation to Daniel. Remember that? But what was happening in the spirit realm? The, listen, the angel was released the moment Daniel prayed and asked for wisdom, for revelation. But there was a, 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 a evil spirit, a principal, evil principality in power that was fighting, that was trying to hinder the revelation from being released. Are you hearing me, somebody? Satan and evil spirits hate when a Christian gets more revelation. Why? Because revelation sparks faith on the inside of you. 
revelation from the Holy Spirit, revelation of the kingdom of God, more of the kingdom of God in our benefits. It, it, it sparks a drive, an unquenchable drive. You cannot deny it. When the Holy Spirit gives you a truth and reveals the truth, you can't be silent about it. And you want to speak it to everybody. Are you hearing me, somebody? It totally revolutionizes your whole spiritual walk as a Christian when you receive revelation. Satan does not want you and I to get more revelation. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, revelation is powerful. I have a message. Go to jamesbrant.org. Go to uh, revivalpodcast.org. I preached a message uh, a few years back, a little longer than that, actually. But it's called Inspired by Revelation. And I talk about this whole topic of why revelation is so powerful and why you and I as Christians need to pursue more revelation and how life-changing it is. Every time you and I receive more illumination, more revelation from the Holy Spirit and about the realm of the Spirit, it gives you even a more advantage over the enemy's playbook. Are you hearing me, somebody? It gives you more of an advantage over the enemy. Well, what do you mean, Pastor James? Every Christian has authority. Yeah, I, I know that. But the word also says that many Christians are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. The fact is this, more knowledge, more understanding, more revelation gives you a greater advantage over the enemy and how to come against Satan and his kingdom, how to stop it, and how to advance the kingdom of God. Are you hearing me? You, you should be pressing in for it. As you're reading the word, Heavenly Father, give me more wisdom. Give me more revelation. Give me more understanding. Give me more illumination as I read your word. Show me how to apply this. Father, show me, reveal to me the deep things of your kingdom. That's how we need to be praying, people. That is how we need to be praying. And Satan doesn't like it very much. And the fact is this. Many prayers in the body of Christ, they're so shallow. They're so shallow, and, and they're spoken just for show. But listen to me. Like I said earlier in the broadcast, God can determine. God can tell where your heart is, whether that prayer is just lip service or whether your heart is truly in to seeking him. Again, we can fool people, but we cannot fool God. And the enemy knows those Christians that are truly serious about pressing into God. Are you hearing me? Listen, there is not one blessing that will come into your life. Blessing, not just physical things in the natural. I'm talking about even spiritual things. Revelation. There is not one blessing in your life that will come into your life that will be uncontested from the enemy. If there's some warfare going on in your life right now, it's because you're making headway. It's because the enemy sees, listen to me, the enemy sees in the spirit. The enemy sees the anointing all over you. The enemy knew who Jesus was, okay? The enemy knew who the apostle Paul was, all right? He knew these things. He's seen in the spirit. He sees the anointing. He sees your calling. He sees that God wants to use you in a mighty way. He sees that your heart is pure toward God. He sees these things. He knows it. The enemy is a supernatural being. Are you hearing me? But the truth be known, we are also. But... Many, if you're going to stay focused on the natural, that is how the enemy is going to keep you down from being elevated in the spiritual. Oh, my. I had the experience that, that happened to me back on May 3rd, 2007. If you, if you don't know my testimony or, or what happened, I want to encourage you, go to Revival Podcast. Dot org, And I have a, a little um, uh, blog there in my 
experience, my testimony, my supernatural testimony. I want you to read it because that experience, my friend, wrecked me for life. There is nothing that anybody can say, nothing that anybody can do, nothing how anybody can throw me off course after that experience that happened to me in Big Rapids, Michigan, back in 2007. I've got a glimpse of the glory of God. I heard in the Spirit. I've seen in the Spirit. Go there and read it. It is absolutely powerful. It's because I pressed in with my whole heart. Friend, you're no different. I'm no I'm not any more special than you are as a child of God. The fact is this, if you're serious with God and you want more of God, that what you, you can receive as much from God as I can receive. God is so good. So we as as the church, as as Christians, we need to press in with an undivided heart. An undivided heart only develops a weak Christian walk. Let me say that again. An or, or I'm sorry, a, a divided heart, a divided heart will develop into a weak Christian walk. An undivided Christian heart will lead you into a powerful Christian walk. You will tap into the power of God like never before. Your thought life is so important. Again, this topic is so deep. So many Christians, so many Christians back away from the supernatural. Because television, Hollywood, everything, everything on television, Hollywood, it, it bombarding us about the supernatural has to do with evil for the most part. So people say, well, I, I don't want any part of that. I'm talking about Christians now. But God's saying, no, 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 no. This is how my kingdom is going to be advanced. Listen, the kingdom of God will only be advanced by supernatural means. You can only advance the kingdom of God, a supernatural kingdom, by supernatural means. Are you hearing me? You need to understand. Again, let's bring it back to this core point. You are first and foremost the real you is a spiritual being, the part of you, your spirit man, which will live forever and ever and ever. You're a spirit being. You possess a soul, mind, will, and emotions, and you live in an earth suit, a physical body, which gives you access and legal right to operate on this earth. Listen to this. There's not one thing the enemy can do except through gaining access or permission from a human to operate on this earth. There's not one thing. The only thing that they can try to do, this is their first mode of access into a person's life, through the thought life. Are you hearing me? That's the first, that's the first step right there. The enemy's got to get into your thought life, throw in those fiery darts, and then you take hold of them thoughts for yourself. You're focusing on those thoughts. Your words start to come out that are formed by those thoughts. And it creates an atmosphere and gives access to the enemy to operate in your life. Well, I'm here to tell you it's time to stop access. It's time to say access, devil, denied in the name of Jesus. Access has to be denied. You are the one. Listen to me. Even Jesus, the Son of God, had to put on an earth suit to be legal to walk this earth and to make an impact. Are you hearing me? Jesus, the Son of God, our Lord and Savior, had to put on an earth suit to legally operate on this earth. My, my, my. 
Now, I don't know about you, but that, that just boggles my mind. That is absolutely amazing. Now, let me tell you something else that will boggle your mind. You and I as Christians are part of the body of Christ. Jesus is the head. We are his body. We are a part of Christ. We are his body on this earth. We now legally speaking, are you hearing me? Legally speaking now, we are in an earth suit. We have the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me, somebody? And especially if you receive the Holy Spirit baptism, you've received power to be a witness for him. But we can legally operate as the Lord Jesus Christ on this earth because we are members of his body. That, my friend, is power-packed, and that will preach all day long. My, 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 God is good. Even just speaking this to you right now, I'm getting deeper revelation of this. I'm telling you right now, there is an anointing on this broadcast for revelation. Father God, I pray a spirit of wisdom and revelation would be released upon and within the individual listening to this broadcast right now. Lord, I pray that you would take that person out of hiding. That Lord God, oh, Lord, I pray that there would be a shift in that person's life right now. I pray that you would give them understanding of your word that never before. Give them understanding of who they are through your Son, Jesus Christ, and that they have the power of the Holy Ghost flowing through them, that, Father God, they can legally operate and come against the forces of darkness like never before. Listen to me, friend. We have so much authority, so much power. You have as much authority and power as the Lord Jesus Christ did when he physically walked this earth. Now, if that doesn't make you happy, you better check your pulse right now, brother, sister. Because I'm talking about things that Satan does not want you meditating on. I'm talking about things that Satan wants to keep hidden from you for the rest of your life, and you will never walk in that anointing. You will never walk in that power. Friend, the body of Christ is, a, for the most part, a sleeping giant. And I'm telling you, it's time to awake. It's time to arise. It's time to arise out of the ashes and to advance the kingdom of God like never before. We need to set the captives free like never before. Again, I want to encourage you, go to jamesbrandt.org, go to revivalpodcast.org, and listen to the message, Inspired by Revelation. I, I, I just feel like I, I need to camp out on this whole thing about Revelation. The enemy hates when a believer receives more Revelation. Press in for more. Press in for more. Seek God for it. And just know this, friend. The moment that you ask for more, there is a release in the realm of the Spirit. Sure, there might be a battle going on, but listen, press in with prayer. Press in with fasting like never before. And you better believe there is a breakthrough on its way. God wants to give you more revelation more than you want to receive revelation. So he's looking for unity between his heart and yours that will create a pipeline that will allow, allow that revelation to flow in your spirit like never before. Oh, it's time, body of Christ. It's time to arise and shine and let the glory of the Lord shine through you. It's time for the sleeping giant to arise. It's time for an awakening. It's coming. It's coming. I'm telling you right now, there is going to be a mighty, mighty move of the Holy Spirit that is going to rock this earth like never before. God, you are amazing. You are absolutely amazing. Wow. Father God, we want more of you. We want more of you. I'll be back in a moment. 
been an awesome hour. I can't believe our time is almost up. Only have about four minutes left, but I want to encourage you to press into God like never before. I'm telling you right now, even just this broadcast, there is an anointing on this broadcast. Listen to it again. Listen to this broadcast again over and over and let the truth that I spoke on this broadcast just soak into your spirit, man, like never before. I even believe that in some individuals listening to this broadcast right now, there is an activation going on in your life. There is a spiritual activation and impartation taking place right now. Father, right now, that individual that's touched by this broadcast, Holy Spirit, right now, I pray that there would be impartation, Lord God, like never before in their spirit, man. Oh, Father God, I thank you for what you're doing right now. You are absolutely amazing, God. Friends, I'm telling you what, we, we poked a major hole in Satan's kingdom with this broadcast. God has so much more for you. Step outside of the natural realm. Step into the spirit. Start focusing your thought life on the Word of God. Start meditating on the written Word of God and watch it come alive on the inside of your spirit. Are you hearing me, somebody? Tampa, Florida, get ready. Saturday, June 7th at 7 p.m. I'm going to be at the Tahitian Inn. This is going to be absolutely amazing. People are messaging me, say, hey, we're coming, we're coming. And so get ready, Tampa. It's going to be a revival experience. We're going to press into the Lord together. It's not a huge conference room, but I'll tell you what, the Holy Ghost is going to show up in a mighty way. Albuquerque, New Mexico, the next weekend, I'm going to be visiting you Saturday, June 14th at 7 p.m. I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott right by the Albuquerque Airport on Yale Boulevard. It's going to be amazing. Revival in the desert. Streams in the desert. Are you hearing me, somebody? And then after Albuquerque, the next week, June 21st, Saturday night, June 21st at 7 p.m., get ready. My hometown, Detroit, Michigan area, going to be at the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills, Michigan. So three weekends in a row. We got Tampa, Albuquerque, and Detroit. Get ready, Joplin, Missouri. I'm getting ready to, to schedule some more dates with you. I am so looking forward to it. It's going to be absolutely electric, electrifying with the anointing and presence of God. You want to learn more about my ministry? You don't know anything about me? Go to James Brandt, B-R-A-N-D-T dot org, or go to revivalpodcast.org. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to send me an email at Pastor James Brandt at gmail.com. I'm telling you what, God is up to something good. He is up to something good. Tampa, Albuquerque, Detroit, get ready. We are going to rock those areas with the kingdom of God.